and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, the indigo angel Jennifer Sosha. Whoa! Whoa. Hello. Hello. <laughs> and the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Today we are back. For you guys, it's only been a week for us. It's been a little longer. As a lot of things have gone on in our lives, we're going to talk all about that. But most importantly, we're going to be talking about Soil today and their album, Scars. We're going to get all into that. But before we do, we've got to talk about who got married. Who got married? I did. That's right. Jenny, your wedding happened, the buildup. It's been a year of buildup, really, since really? the engagement. So... You know what? Just uh, just give us your highlights. Well, it was a great fun day full of a lot of friends and family. I, I'm trying to think of my greatest hits of the day. One was that every time somebody from the wedding party walked down the aisle, uh, people applauded, which I'd never heard at a wedding before. <laughs> it doesn't happen at every wedding. <laughs> I was I was standing next to my dad waiting to walk, and I was like hearing everybody doing that. I was like, why are they applauding? <laughs> he was like, I don't know. And then there was a bee on my face. Oh, that really? Was fine. Yeah, I know. It was a lot of danger. It was just a really wonderful day. The things that I remember were the things that seemed to have gone wrong, but were really just funny. Like when there was a powerful storm out of nowhere mm-hmm. and people united to protect the donut cake and also held up tarps. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it was just really fun. Everybody danced all night had a great time everybody was awesome mitch's vows are very very sweet much better than mine i hate to admit but it is true they were much better than mine and i don't know it was just a really nice fun time and i'm very grateful that i have good friends and family so yeah now i'm married changing my name there you have it. Erasing all bits of my identity previous <laughs> to have been married. Take that, history. Uh, yeah, right. So yeah, so uh, Matt and I, we were both there enjoying Having it a lot. the best time. Having a great time, let me tell you. Sam Sage, our friend, was your bartender who makes my perfect gin and ginger ale drink. So I was, I was having a great time. A lot of bangers, but I don't recall any new metal. I rolled out around ten, so I think I don't know if there was any late night new metal. But I, a couple people asked me, was there any new metal? Was there any? I was like, I don't think so. I couldn't tell you. We put some new metal on our large playlist that we gave to the DJ, but I honestly don't. I think I would remember if they played any. Yeah, um, yeah, there was no. Sorry, new metal while we were there. Believe me, I'm okay. <laughs> this will. <laughs> continue the conspiracy theory that i actually hate new metal because i didn't I, play any at my wedding I, I feel like it was more the vibe there was like if you had played at a certain point i remember thinking if they played new metal right now it would be fine but then it would be like a couple minutes would go by and then i was like you know what if they play new metal now it'll ruin the whole vibe like the vibe is not that the vibe is something else so I, if you, you know. followed september with uh with a little bit of faith I think you. I think you're fine. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that flows. Yeah, I think that's a good time. Yeah, but then uh, you have a heartfelt song followed by bodies. That's a mood killer. That uh, yeah, that could really True. screw things True. up. Uh, so Matt, you and I, well, 
you did most of the work, got Jenny a wedding gift. Yes. And we are now going to present that to her. So I, I got you this card right here. It's a real card. It's not a joke card. And it says J plus M on it. So. Should I open this now? You can open that now. That okay. That is a really... Okay. When you said it wasn't a joke, I was like, should I... No, the, the card's not a joke. I mean, it's it's a sweet card. Oh, it's like fabric. It feels beautiful. It says happy wedding and it's a cake. It's made of fabric. It says here's to love, laughter, and a sweet life together. Congratulations. We are so excited for you both. Please let our gift be one of the many soundtracks of your life together. Love, Matt and Lauren. All right. I cannot wait. So I'm passing the gift over to Jenny. Okay. It's in, in a bag from, I want to say... Anthropology. Exactly. Ooh. And inside is a gift for Jenny. Okay. I'm not sure how to quite... Okay. You can just pull it out. It's just... No. <laughs> <laughs> it is the honking on Bobo box set with the tiny harmonica. Sealed. Oh, sealed. Oh my God. Includes Baby Please Don't Go, Stop Messing Around, You Gotta Move, plus a limited edition harmonica keychain. Holy shit. This is amazing. And I can't wait to show Sweet Mitchell. He's he's going to love it. So I'll tell you, the, the short story is you were here in this room and I looked at Lauren, I looked at you and I'm like, we've got to get you a wedding present. So I was texting Lauren and I'm like, I'm going to get Jenny and Mitch honking on Bobo, you in? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm in. And I, I found it on eBay. I found it a nice price and I was like, Done. And I had it before your wedding, but then it was one of those things where it's like, this is a bit-ish. Like, I really am happy that you enjoyed it because it's so funny to me, but it's also like one of those things where it's like, happy wedding day, here's honking on Bobo. You know what I mean? I want you to know that it would have been well received. I appreciate you respecting the, the sanctity of our union, but we would have been like... For context, Jen Hansen, who is on uh, Transmissions from the Dark Side, yes, she got us a fart machine along with a very nice knife set. <laughs> I'm assuming cutting the cheese type of deal, but Zing. but we loved it. We loved it. I never realized there's like a woman's lipstick on the harmonica on the cover of right because now all of a sudden uh, Bobo you... takes on a very oh, phallic. Yeah. What do you think the honk is, you guys? <laughs> I bet I could guess. Wow, I love this, and I I cannot wait. I feel like when I get home, Mitch is going to be asleep. So I'm going to very cleverly place. I think I'm going to put on his nightstand. So when he wakes up tomorrow, <laughs> <He's gonna laughs> the like... first thing he sees is honking on Bobo. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So there you have it. New things happening in Jenny's life. Things are moving forward. And things are happening for the coach, you guys. Because as you might recall, our good friend, of the show, Scott Bowling, a good company for bowling, had uh, you know passed our info along to Head from Corn, got him to take a picture with one of our shirts. Scott wasn't done. Scott got Jacoby Shaddix of Papa Roach in his basement, got a pic of him holding and biting one of our shirts. Thank you, Scott. We're Thank approved. You very much. We're approved by the Papa. Papa approved. But then he wasn't done. He wasn't done. Then he gets Ray from Corn in his basement. 
gets him to hold the Roach Coach T. Let me tell you. We are, I don't know. Freaking out over here. (laughs) We're freaking out. (laughs) We're super excited. But let me tell you. We get Fieldy to hold one. You get Monkey to hold one. JD. Whoa, boy. Get JD to bite one. Oh, that's... Get the bitch to wear one. Oh, oh little Deck one for the little bitch one. out with a roach coach tee. Oh, little one for the bitch. Oh, I love that. So thank you so much uh, to Scott Bowling. Good company with Bowling. Check that out on YouTube. And then this is a hot new thing just coming off the press, you guys. So... Well, when we uh, when we uh, last recorded the mystery of who is zero in Static X on the Static X Regeneration Tour was still unsolved, ladies and gentlemen. It has officially been solved via the old tattoo match and a neck tattoo gave away the game. It is indeed Edsel Dope of Boom. Dope. There we go. We were wrong. We were wrong. Like uh, so many times are wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, there you have it. Now, here's the thing. All of our listeners, they 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 were right. They're like, it's Edsel, it's Edsel. And we're like, we're not sure. We're not sure. There you have it on that front. And then in an interesting tie-in, Machine Head have released a new song called Do or Die. It's pretty heavy. It is not new metal. It is just fucking going for it. But people felt that it sounded like another song. And Rob Flynn was not happy that he had been accused of plagiarism. So he took to his Instagram, posted an old message and an old video from 1995. And he wrote this message to all the bitch ass internet troll motherfuckers who keep whining and menstruating about how do or die has lyrics from the band Dope. Here's a little fucking reminder for your moronic new metal brains. Since 1993 in our song, Fuck It All, I've been saying, come on, motherfucker, come on, in the middle breakdown. Here's a video of me in 95 saying it at Dynamo. It was a good seven years before Dope's 2001's Die, Motherfucker, Die came out, you fucking sausage gobblers. Duh. Not to mention that any fucking band on the planet saying blank, motherfucker, blank in any combination, and that goes for Cold Chamber, Five Finger, Death Punch, Dope, and Yes, Machine Head are all jacking it from the ni- jacking it from 1984's hip-hop classic The Roof is on Fire by Rockmaster Scott and the Dynamic 3. Swipe right to listen. Know your fucking musical history, fuck boys. And if I hear one more fucking internet twat hole moaning about cringeworthy lyrics while they sit in front of their computers stroking their little fucking boners to the lyrical genius of fucking baby metal, eat a bowl of cock. Because the second the Pantera's Walk comes on with such a lyrical Edgar Allan Poe-esque masterpiece as like, run your mouth when I'm not around, it's easy to achieve, and walk on homeboy, or Lamb of God's This Is a Motherfucking Invitation, these same fucking brain donors run right out to the dance floor and start headbanging. And rightly so. P.S. Who the fuck listens to dope? (laughs) Wow. Um, oh. Lauren, I need a quick check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that a Gotham? That's a. I believe that is a machine gun Gotham. Uh, that is like just one one Gotham after another after another. So many Gotham's. Let me tell you, if Rob Flint ever wants to hop over to songmeanings.com and throw in some comments, my man is ready to go. Wow. 
all yeah. that. Oh, Very my. impressive. Incredible. So he answered these plagiarism accusations head on, which is a little better. The Kings of Louisville flaw. Ooh. They're having a go, my friend. They were recently accused of plagiarism of one of their songs. Apparently, they were accused of plagiarizing a YouTube video that I don't have in front of me, but I believe was called New Metal Sounds Like Corn Limp Biscuit Cold Chamber. That was literally the name of it. And you listen to them side by side, and man, oh man, they plagiarized that song. And they came forward and said, you know what? We didn't realize. Uh, the lead singer came forward and said, we didn't realize this had happened. We've been taking care of this internally. Okay. Crazy. <laughs> taking care of it internally. Internally. I guess that's they're so businessy. So we think that's that's the uh that's the we're trying to make sure that we have uh, a songwriting credit for this guy. Yeah. So you think case closed. Days later, more people come forward. Other songs in the album are plagiarized. More people come forward. More songs. Last I checked, I believe there are four songs on the album that have been accused of plagiarizing. It's nuts. It's nuts for the boys in flaw. The Kings of Louisville, what's going on? What's going on? You come for the king, you best not miss, and they're not missing right now. This is rough. So, sorry about that, everybody who got plagiarized. And then uh, I want to give a shout out to listener Coach Mike Picks on Instagram. He's been catching up on old episodes and leaving comments on the older episodes. I appreciate all of them. We appreciate all of them. Thank you so much for sending them over and, you know, getting caught up on the show. Really appreciate it. We have something coming up in November. November. It's called November. We will be listening to four albums by new new metal bands. Straight up. Overwhelmed. Jenny, what do we got? Like 50 bands? I think it's around that. Yep. We could do a whole year, as you said earlier. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to start out with a month. Yeah. See and how then goes. they might become a spice. They Maybe might. Just a little spice. It might become a spice because we have so many and I've gone through and skimmed some. And let me tell you, some pits are being activated today to these songs. It's incredible. Also, we won't do them. uh, They're a little too new, but a band just dropped a record last Friday called Gideon. This thing, new metal AF, you guys. And you know how I know it was new metal AF besides listening to it and going, this sounds pretty new metal. The fans are divided. Half love it. Half are upset. Like really mad. Like, how could you do this to me? And that's when you know you got some new metal on your hands. <laughs> so true. <laughs> um, and then uh, we have just um, some nice little comments here. Jenny, we have this comment from Jack Alakin that I thought was pretty wonderful. Yeah, we do. Jack Alakin says, just letting you know that three times now when I've been in a meeting and someone mispronounced a name, I've had to stop myself from saying, you don't know, you're not their family. So thank you for a little in-joke in my head. That amuses me every single time. As always, Jax, I get it. I said that to Mitch one day and he's like, what? And I was like, it's, and I tried to explain it. (laughs) Don't try to explain it. Uh, Thank you very much for that. Thank you so much. And um, you know what? I'm glad a new, it's it's a new segment, you guys. I think we're just going to be having, it's going to come up a lot. It's called the bodies debate. The bodies debate. Who wins? <laughs> Who wins? There she is. There it is. 
Marriage has not changed her, baby. Mm-mm. Oh, no. Just <laughs> the name. All. That's all that's changed. So uh, we got this comment on Twitter from at the Paul Cerna. He said, new Roach Rider going through your back catalog. I realized this about bodies and why people might not like it. Its first two notes are a diminished sixth interval, the same as a cartoon foghorn sound, the shorthand for something that stinks. Ooh. Indeed, it does have the sixth interval, which is the uh, uh, but at the same time, when you play that, some people get excited. So it's a mixed thing. It's that once again, it's that thing. It's that 50-50 thing of new metal. Also, I was in Pittsburgh this last weekend chatting with some people, chatting with a young man named Colin, and he was telling me about we was telling him about the show, and he's like, Well, what music would qualify and i said well you know bodies he goes bodies i know bodies i used to dance to that in the dance team in high school i said you guys used to dance to bodies he's like yeah man we had a whole mix we'd have track after track and then drop bodies in there just to get people hype i said there you go there you have it it's the uniter okay it's the uniter anyway so the bodies debate <laughs> continues. It continues. Jenny, thoughts on the bodies debate today? I, today? Yes. <laughs> I would dance to bodies today. I still think bodies is great. I am pro bodies. There you have it. Guys, we got some guano apes feedback. Guano apes. We sure do. Over on Instagram, Lazarus Inks, Inkjet says, Oh, sweet. I first heard... Lords of the Boards on a family holiday in Croatia, and to my 14-year-old ears, they sounded mint. Got home, rushed to get the album, and it was not what I was expecting. I'm still oddly fond of them, perhaps because they're so idiosyncratic, or idiosyncratic. Hashtag Pat on back. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, I can understand wanting to get that when you hear Lords of the Boards. Oh, of course. Uh, over on Facebook, Nick Jones says, I'm surprised this is the album that broke Lauren. I love this band and album. Hopefully their second and third album get an episode. Keep up the good work. Unlikely. And yes, sometimes things break me. It happens. All right. Back to our girl, Jax Lawson. She says, sometimes at the end of a task that has been long, difficult, and completely unrewarding, I'll comfort myself by saying, well, you never have to do that ever again. I said that halfway through this album. The only weird bright spot was that I found myself solidly team Lauren in a Papa Roach or a Roach Coach divide. Jesus, which has never happened before. Hashtag keep it rolling. Hashtag Roach Rider for life. Yeah. Thank you, Jax. Uh, Billy Joe said, good God, absolute and complete utter trash. I feel bad you guys had to listen to this three times. I almost skipped this one because the music was just atrocious, but you guys are so fucking hilarious. I can never do it. Thank you. Wow. Thank Thank you. you. Great compliment. Uh, Timothy John Henderson says, just finished the episode with no background on this band. I think I line more with Jenny's take in it all. Just enjoy the weird, quirky ass drive. Sorry, Lauren. So I was listening to the whole episode and wondering, did they know that guano is batshit? It all adds up to the, with the music. I only heard Jenny say batshit at the very end of the episode. So just in case you guys didn't know, I know this because of Ace Ventura 2. <laughs> <laughs> Smiley face, thumbs up. Same exact reason I know what guano is. Same. Ace Ventura educated a whole, a whole generation. 
Uh, Duke Cannon says, I bought this album for a quarter at a garage sale, and I feel like I paid too much. This wasn't a band that you were supposed to take seriously throughout the whole album, but that ended up being a problem for me. In one hand, you want me to open my mind and see a bigger picture, and then the other hand, you wanted me to be interested in a little green alien that snowboards, which just feels stupid in general. This band clearly had no idea who they were. I love the episode, but this was a band I was happy to get out of the way. Wow. We did it. Get out of the way. All right. Alan Smock says, haven't finished the episode yet, but just know that Hobo Hump and Slobo Babe is going to be entrance music for the league every time I host improv at Pointless and anywhere else I'm allowed to pick entrance music from now on because of this episode. I feel warned, Alan. Thank you. <laughs> that song's a banger. I don't give yeah, a shit. There you go. Trevor Reynolds says, if there was such a thing as the new metal garbage can, this would go there. Wow, no love for Guano Apes. Uh, Jeffrey Thomas says, not even close to new metal, but Open Your Eyes is great for the old mid-90s alt mixtape. A lot from like a lot from the 90s, just take the single and leave the rest. That's the second alt-rock one hit to find spin-out of the coach. Eagle-eared listeners may remember Caroline Spine, Caroline Spine and their song Sullivan being played before. Add to oh, it, yeah. I forgot about that completely. Uh, added to the pile of one-song sluggers with Elastica, Luscious Jackson, Primitive Radio Gods, Kay's Choice, Dishwalla, Republica, and the Verve Pipe. Wow. Wow. Verve Pipe had a couple songs. <laughs> I'm That's like because we're from Michigan. I know. <laughs> well, I'm like, Elastica, they got two albums in my opinion, but okay. Uh, Jason Andrew Goodman <laughs> said, FYI, gibberish is pronounced with a soft G sound. So it was brought to my attention. You did. I, I have didn't been, correct you. That I have been saying gibberish wrong my whole life. Well, what were you saying? Gibberish. I was, I was saying gibberish, <laughs> which is wrong. Yeah, that's um, wrong. Which, uh, when they when this was the, I responded to this comment with a photo of the Bee Gees. Yeah, you know what? I learned something every day. I'm mispronouncing stuff apparently all the time. So uh, there you have it. Now I know it's gibberish and not gibberish. So thank you, Jason, and everyone else. That is it for Who's Tweeting, and uh, keep on saying hello online, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. The album of the week, Soil, Scars. Jenny, when did this album come out? Well, Lauren, this album was released on September 11th, 2001. Woo! Cool! Yep. Never had a chance. Well, the official start of the come down. It's definitely the come down. Here's the thing. It it actually did have a chance because this was successful. That's true. That's it was. True. It was successful. Well, let's first of all, let's get into Jenny history with soil. I really I remember this album cover. I remember seeing soil uh, album covers. I knew that it was formed from a band of like death metal musicians um but i'd never actually listened to them um i remember that i got them confused with soil work which is a metal band Mm. um somebody asked me if i liked i said i liked soil and they were like what the fuck and i was like because i i didn't know what i was talking about (laughs) um so that always uh, left an impression on me but other than that i don't really recall having any 
sort of history with this band. How about you, Lauren? Uh, I was familiar with the name, and when I saw the front cover with the um, interesting font, it looked vaguely familiar. But I don't think I'd actually ever... I think I might have heard one of these songs in passing, but I don't have a deep history with Soil. Matt, history with Soil. I feel the same way. Like, definitely know this band name, know the font, probably know a song or two, but never really went out of my way to buy an album okay so jenny who's in soil on this album soil consists of ryan mccombs on lead vocals adam zidell on lead guitar and backing vocals sean glass on rhythm guitar tim king on bass guitar and tom Schofield on drums all right there you have it um so yeah these guys were on j records which was Clive Davis's um, basically vanity label, Clive Davis, famed music producer and executive. Uh, he was their only, they were their only rock band. And they said um, that they signed with Jay and those guys were like, we're going to make it happen. Uh, they talked to the bass guitarist, they talked to Tim, and he said everything just fell into place so fast. What normally takes three months we did in three weeks. Jay Records stepped up to the plate and did it like they had three months. It's amazing how professional and how hardworking they were and what they did to get everything moving. And I guess they even met with Clive Davis and he was like, you're our guys. You're, we're only going to focus on you guys and nothing else. Which is a bit of a different story from a lot of the bands that we've heard about. And I believe... There was another band, was it Scrape, who yes. wanted to send like a bowl of dicks to have Clive Davis eat them? I'm not misremembering that. No, that is completely what I remember as well. I can't remember if it was Clive Davis. I feel like it was. Some, they wanted to send somebody a bowl of dicks. They for did. Absolutely they did. sure. Yeah. I recently watched a Netflix documentary about Clive Davis, and it was truly singing his praises. Oh, yeah. I uh, I read his autobiography over four years because um, it's incredibly long, and I took a lot of breaks. And, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, basically. It is indeed Scrape. Scrape. With the comment, Clive Davis, I like to say to J Records, President Clive Davis, that I've got a nice big hot bowl of dicks for you to eat. Wow. Wow. I don't think Clive would have eaten. Well, actually. Mm, well, that's the that's the big twist of the Clive Davis autobiography. That's you go right. through the whole book, and at the end, he's like, by the way, love dudes. I'm gay. It just, you know, it's been going on. I just didn't talk about it for the whole book. Anyway, thanks for reading. Bye-bye. <laughs> oh <I'm>, yeah <laughs> i had no idea oh yeah it, it's 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 none of my fucking business but i had no idea it's it's it hits you like whiplash and then you're like there's no more pages left in the book yeah he doesn't not. say if he likes bowls of dicks like it, i mm-hmm. i'm somebody who yeah. you know i'm a, mm-hmm. i'm attracted to people with dicks i don't know that i need a bowl okay but well, well you're married now <laughs> so you probably wouldn't want one but i, I mean, mean Five years ago, though, maybe. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so you know what I could use? Just a bowl of dicks. A whole Just bowl. to eat. <laughs> uh, you know what I want to munch on right now? Hot bowl of dicks. I hot could bowl. go for a hot bowl of dicks. There it is. <laughs> um, 
I was thinking I was either going to get New England style clam chowder or a hot bowl of dicks. It's mm. just when the leaves change. You know, I like my PSL. I like PSL, my, my H- hot bowl of dicks. My HBADs. Yeah. <laughs> hot bowl of dicks. Ah, dicks. Ah, dicks. Hey, dicks. So I have a physical copy of the album here. What? Uh, what? Yeah, I do. I picked it up as a big thrift for a sweet $2.99. That's a good deal. Uh, I do not recall what store I bought it from. I feel like I got it in Louisville. I'm not 100%. These guys doubled down on their name. So there's a lot of pictures of actual soil and dirt in these liner notes. I like it. We've got pictures of all the band members looking intense, but not too intense. Like... We're ready to do this. Well, I take that back. This picture of Adam Zadel, guitar and vocals, he looks pretty intense. But Tim, he looks kind of relaxed. And uh, the drummer, Tom, looks super chilled out. Yeah, but lots of pictures of dirt. So if you're, uh, if you're a dirt boy, this is the liner notes for you. Shot of the whole band in the back, all clad in black. Our main guy, uh, do you think he uses straightener, Jenny? Do you think he uses a straightener in his hair? It, uh, it looks incredible. No. no, no, I think I think his hair is probably just straight. Okay. Either that, or he did a poor job with the straightener, mm. which is also possible. Entirely possible. So yeah, so as you said, this album was released on September 11th. They were supposed to perform at the Metro in Chicago on September 11th, but this was rescheduled. They took part in the Merry Mayhem tour with Ozzy, Rob Zombie, and Mudvayne in late 2001. And in 2002, they toured with Soulfly, Static X, and One Side Zero. And then they went to Europe. These guys were tour machines. They went to Europe with Edema. And then they joined Seven Dust for five weeks. And then they were on the second stage at OzFest 2002, where Zach Wild would come out and perform the song Halo with them. Uh, oh, shoot. Jenny, who we got producer? Who's our producer? Oh, that's going to be our boy, Johnny K. Johnny K? Mm-hmm. Johnny K. He's got a long storied resume, but it's just important to remember. Johnny K, he produced the sickness. So that's who you're dealing with. Um, And uh, genre tags, Jenny. Just new metal. Just new metal. It's the only one, and it's got citations. Solo mm. bolo. <laughs> so, solo bolo. There Citation solo bolo. Citation solo bolo. So we are gonna. You know what? I, I, are we ready to dive into this thing? Oh, Bated do breath. I want a hot bowl of dicks? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> give me that HBAD. <laughs> All right, our first track is called "Breaking Me Down." <laughs> It's a party pit. It's a party. It's a party. 
It's New Metal Party over at the Soil Show. My lord. Buddy, I just had something I haven't had in a while. What was that? Fun. No! Remember fun in music? Oh, boy. I think that's part of the reason why a lot of bands got hit with September 11th and it was just, they were just a bit too much of a downer. But you put this on on September 12th, you're like, you know what? Maybe things are going to be okay. Let's unite. (laughs) Right? Oh, man. Did I enjoy this? A hot chorus. He's doing this sort of fast rap singing, scatting almost. I just loved it. I love the bounce. I was just into it. I was into it. Jenny, thoughts on breaking me down? Uh, I was surprised that this is what Soil sounded like. Um, oh, I, I did liked not, it a lot. Yeah, it was yeah. very fun. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was, I was like, oh, what a pleasant surprise from the boys in Soil. Salt of the earth. These boys are from Chicago. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, this is just like a fun little bop. I think mm. this would be a bop. This is a bop. Yeah, absolutely. This is definitely a new metal bop. Um, also, I mean, how I, I love this chorus, bringing me, bringing me down, break me down, sweet sugar, bringing me down, break me down, sweet baby. This guy's here to party. Get down with you, girl. Sweet sugar, sweet baby. Mm-hmm. Songmeanings.com. We got a couple good comments here. Did you have any favorites, Jenny? I had one favorite. You read your favorite, and if it's not mine, I'll read mine. Okay, my favorite is from Shadow Silence, who said, I think this song's about going back to simplicity. Yeah, he's hurting and life's bad for him, but he's found this girl and she's breaking him down in a good way, making him himself again. And even though he feels like he's got to be what his bad life has made him, in reality, he loves how this girl is looking after him and breaking him down to a simpler life where he can just be his truer self. But the girl wants something in return he can't give her. He just cares for himself, and he's letting her do it to him, pretending he doesn't like it. That probably didn't make any sense. I'm so tired. LOL, sorry. Hey, man, we've all been there, right? We go to a message board, and we just start typing, even though we're loopy and tired. We should go to bed. We should Mm -hmm. go to bed, but we got something to say about this song. Sleep Mm -hmm. hygiene be damned. That's right. These are just my thoughts. Not well put together, but I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Well, Yo Bam said good song to kill to. <laughs> Whoa, oh, bro. Oh, that's a oh, boy. It's up to you. Take it easy. Get that's some help. Yeah. Oh, boy. Are you tired, yeah. Yo Bam? Yeah. Yo, hey, Yo Bam? You all right, bro? Yeah. Yo Bam. <laughs> I haven't slept in a while, but I'm fine. Wouldn't it be great to kill to this song? Well, good night. See you later. (laughs) See you later. Are you sleeping Uh, on a knife? Yep. (laughs) Oh, cool. Just in case. Great song to kill to, don't you think? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Indeed. All right. All right. Up next, we've got the song Halo. This is also the first single.
Matt, did you just mime squeezing boobs? <laughs> or maybe hoping the sweet cheeks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Matt, I honestly also thought that you were squeezing boobs and then realized, no, wait, he might be spreading a butt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was, in fact, spreading a butt. It doesn't. I was like, Matt wouldn't be squeezing boobs, but. I go from the bottom with boobs. Oh, I see. <laughs> I see. I see. I got it. I we're learning a lot. We're learning about Matt's technique tonight. All right. Bye. Yeah. yeah, a bit, a bit of a butt dive. I'm gonna be honest here, guys. Uh, Maybe I'm wrong, but a but fun, uh, but a fun one. Maybe I, I was living for it. All right, I'll start. I wrote <laughs> crushing, got this yell. I wrote riff with four Fs. It's got a catchy chorus. It's a head bobber. It seems to be about a troubled man. Could be saved by a woman, but he might accidentally kill her. He's not sure. He might be too wild. I did get the uh, the butt vibe, but it also had, as something that I think we'll see as we go through here, there's a little more crunch to it than your normal butt, if that makes sense. The sort of it's that it's that new metal butt mix that we sometimes encounter. it didn't go full butt, right? Because it's still a little too crunchy. It's got a little the riff's a little too strong. But we got some sweet cheek showing. Yeah. Oh, I think it's I think it's For more sure. than a cheek. Yeah. You, you got you got cracked to cheek. Jenny, thoughts on Halo? Uh, I thought it was fun, but it, I was like, oh, see, this is what I thought soil sounded like, <laughs> which is like butt for mm-hmm. sure. I got a lot of butt. I gotta say, I wasn't sure what the song was about, but songmeanings.com really came through. Oh boy, did they here. Um, I'm going to read one. This is uh, from Cheating on a Halo. Uh, And this was upvoted. It's the battle of a man who loves deep but must remain a man. Hiding the hurt of a lifetime. The battle of a warrior. A man. True. Strong. But still feels his love, pain, sorrow that only one can understand. His halo. The only woman he'll ever love. The woman that lets him be a man. And wow. then blow out the candle. Uh, immediately following up, also upvoted from Sprizzle, mm. uh, starts with a quote Let he who is without sin cast the first stone, attributed to Jesus. Uh, I think that's right. Uh, and after hearing this song for over a decade, I finally found what it means to me. Jesus said the above quote to save a woman from being stoned to death. Everyone who wanted to stone her realized they had sins of their own. In this song, the singer says he is pure inside, meaning he is without sin and he will stone you. <laughs> Pretty badass, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, you thought I you were just saved? I like the twist at the end there. <laughs> twist? He'll stone you. Like, that's a pretty good message. Everybody's fucked up. Maybe we shouldn't stone someone to death. And he's like, but. <laughs> he's going to stone you. But he'll stone you, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like this comment from Renzoku, who said, as this song played at the On the Waterfront Festival in Rockford, Illinois, I started crowd surfing. I got launched six feet in the air, flipped head over heels once, and landed on my back, on my shoulders, on the asphalt. Soil fucking rocks. Wow. Jesus, wow. 
I hope he's okay. I hope he's okay. I mean, he's okay enough to crawl over to a computer to type this comment. So, you know, um, he's not too tired. Yeah, Matt. Thoughts on Halo? I'm having fun. I'm I'm not gonna ever take that away from the feelings that I'm having. I did feel a little buddy, a little buddy, but uh, it didn't go full like unadulterated, like whoa clean vocal lose the chunk in the riff mm-hmm. but dive it was just a little buddy yeah but you know what still fun mm-hmm. still liked it if uh if this hadn't been the first single i would have told like i yeah there's no way this wasn't going to be the first single this thing is no duh um the halo music video jenny did you get a chance to watch this music video Oh, that's fine. That's fine. I'm sorry. I failed my New Year's resolution. It's okay. Let me tell you this thing. They are rocking so hard in this video. They're they're performing in a decaying house, as one does, but there is a party going on in this decaying house, and everyone is thirsty and horny and ready to go. They are literally, they're making out, but then pausing to just dribble water on themselves and each other and in their mouths and on their bodies because they're thirsty and they're dehydrated, but they also are just ready to go. Everybody in that house is like bag of dicks, bowl of dicks. I need it. It's nuts. (laughs) Soil's plain. I'm hot. But then the band is rocking so hard that they, the, the gravity cannot contain them and they start running up the walls while they're rocking and playing their guitar solos and then, okay, gravity, gravity can't stop them. Also, their instruments can't handle how hard they're rocking. They start disintegrating in their hands. Cymbals are breaking. They're rocking so hard. And then and near the end, there's a, there's a sort of like a pause, and they all jump in unison when they start rocking again. And it was beautiful. And I wrote in my notes, a perfect video? Felt like it. Really did. Um, also, wow. dude's hair, he definitely used a straightener on this video. Let me tell you, this stuff is perfectly coiffed. So, highly recommend that music video. Everyone should check that out. All right. What do we got right. next? Up next, we've got Need to Feel. <laughs> Could I get the chorus lyrics, please? I just want to see you. 
And I just want to hear you. And I just need to feel you. So stand up. Okay, so it's I just want to say Say Okay. Oh boy. Buddy, uh I think you know where I'm going. Oh, y'all got changed. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, we also got vettered. You got vettered. You also got, I mean, it's also, it's, here's the thing. You got vettered. You got changed. This is also a butt dive. It's, it's all, <laughs> it's all there. It's all there. It was a brutal attack. But you know what? I'm not really mad. I don't know. There's a there is a whimsy, and maybe it's the producer from the the sickness yes. behind the boards there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there is. It's not that they're not serious, but there is something fun about the three songs we've heard so far. Even though it's not my favorite thing in the world to get changed and butt dived and vettered. All at once. All at once. <laughs> Jenny, thoughts on need to feel? Um, I'm having less fun. <laughs> but that's okay. Uh it's I'm I'm just a little confused on like what's up with this band at this point. Mm. So we'll have to continue to unravel the mystery. What did you think, Lauren? You know, I uh I def I wrote in my notes a lot of yarl here. So that really stuck out to me. Um it kind of gave me almost like a poppier disturbed vibe a little bit as well. Um the chorus is interesting because I said is he giving a speech to a seated crowd? Like it almost felt like almost like a commencement speech, you know? Show me what you got. You're going to go out there into the real world. I want to see you, want to hear you, want to feel you, so stand up. That also sounds like something that Draymond would say, you know? that's that's It aligns with his 10,000 fists manifesto. But I did write also in my notes, this is butt rock. So, um, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm under no under uh, no illusions in that regard. Uh, one comment on songmeanings.com from Fire15 who said, every time I hear this song, I always think of my GF. Gotta love having music like this, but you can still think sweetly of your loved one. Well, that's nice. Very nice. All right. Up next, we've got the song Wide Open. Yeah. 
So we got some crunchiness. We also got some beepy boy effects stuff going on. Very new metal chorus. Felt very disturbed. I loved it. Jenny, what'd you think? Uh, I liked this better than the previous track. It's definitely still a little bit all over the place for me. Um, I, there's a thing that bands do that I love when they just pronounce a word however they, they see fit. Oh, yeah, we're seeing that uh, a lot lately. Yeah, we had Wotion here, which I really <laughs> enjoyed. Um, there, This song was more fun to me. Uh, I definitely wouldn't choose to listen to this song, mm-hmm. but I can see how others might. It's at least a little bit catchy. Mm-hmm. Um, not too buddy, but I'm just not... I'm not sure. I, I think we've been running into this a lot lately, but a lot of these just seem like kind of nothing songs to me. Mm. Like, eh, all right. Heard a song, I guess. But there isn't enough uh, meat on the bones content wise for you to say, like, what is this actually about in that regard? No, it just feels like song. Mm. Okay. Matt, what do you think? This one felt derivative. It felt like disturbed light. Hmm. This one felt like we've got you behind the boards. Let's uh, let's do a mid-tempo disturbed number. Okay. The lyric that stood out to me in this song was feel the motion of the ocean just to see how the hate will flow. If you're saying the motion of the ocean, isn't that like a isn't that a fucking. sex reference? Fucking. Yeah, that's a fucking reference, right? <laughs> I mean, that's how I usually approach match. They, it's uh, not the... Uh... I want to feel the uh, motion of the ocean. <laughs> and he I, says, what? Are, I, think, what? I think the phrase is usually, it's not the size of the boat, it's the motion of the ocean. Right. That's it. I see. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why Mitch isn't understanding. You're missing the yeah, first part of I'm it. I'm gonna be like, it's not the size of the boat. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, what the fuck are you getting? Are at? you okay? <laughs> it's not the size of the boat. It's the motion of the ocean. Uh, yes. Uh. <laughs> um, songmeanings.com only had one comment, and it was from commenter AK who said, I think this song is about a dominant man-slash-woman who is in complete control of a relationship and makes life miserable for the counterpart. AK, I believe you're talking about a sub-dom relationship? Whoa, 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 what? What? Wow. 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 <laughs> Let me tell you, you start talking about boats and motions with that, you're in for some trouble. Oh, boy. A nautical sub-dom relationship. Mm-hmm. Yar. <laughs> this is not the size of the boot. <laughs> it's not the size of the boat. Yep. That's how I'll have a baby. Take um, that, dongs. <laughs> yeah. It's, <laughs> it's not the size of the boat. <laughs> Ooh. Ah, ah, ah. Here we go. We need to make our own gag album. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you, you know what? This, this three-year journey that we've been taking together is just leading up to our parody record. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. It's been a long con, but... 
Our vision board has one thing on it only. We're printing it on vinyl via Q rates. So it's going to be incredible. All right. Up next, we got the song Understanding Me. So there is uh, some chainsing going on in this song, but it does feel like secondhand chainsing because it feels like the main the main influence here is actually Godsmack uh, more than Alice in Chains. So it's like a secondhand chainsing. Um, but uh, I enjoyed this one. I wrote, it's good. It's got quality riffs. It's party. About not being able to nail this guy down understand him you're never going to understand him you can take samples for examples but you will never understand him Mm. also i love the fact that we've now come across multiple songs where they're like take samples of me i'm undefinable that's apparently a common new metal theme where they're just like come and take take some dna do a cheek swab you're not gonna figure me out forget about it i'm lead singer in a new metal band baby not gonna figure me out Mm-mm. jenny what'd you think of understanding me uh i i got a little bit of a power man vibe from that actually mm. uh i can definitely hear the god smack um samples for examples made me laugh <laughs> it's like you had to rhyme <laughs> samples examples yeah sure that works that works <laughs> i've never written a song so i don't know mm. but that did make me laugh I thought it was all right. I think that it's probably not surprising. This just isn't the genre for me. I'm not surprised to hear that you really liked it and thought it was a party. I was like, Meh. I could take the chainsing in this song, though. I, I thought it was like an acceptable level of being changed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, yeah, it's just kind of like corny a little bit. I didn't mind this song so much, but mm-hmm. I also was just like, all right, soil. <laughs> I think I understand you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but perhaps I am wrong. Matt. Um at this point in the record, I'm wanting to know a little bit more about soil. Like I need another ripper from these guys. They kind of I was so amped with breaking me down. That was so much fun. Halo I thought was a good song, a little bit of a butt. The last two songs, well the last three songs now with understanding me. I'm a little bit not not bored, that's the wrong word, but I'm a little bit more like okay, I hear a lot of influences, but I don't know if I hear you guys yet. Mm. So you want to know who is Soil? 
I want to know who is Soil, and I want the I want them to be the band that made Breaking Me Down. <laughs> yeah. I want a I want a fun party record, and I'm now I'm at the bonfire going. It is cool. We're chill. Everything's cool, right? This is cool. Mm-hmm. We're cool. Now I'm worried about how cool I am, which is the most uncool thing mm. any person can do. I'm never going to understand you. Yeah. That's true. Take a DNA sample of this. Mm. Swab these cheeks. That's right. Yeah, there mm. we go. I'm pointing to my butt. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Up next, we've got a song called My Own. Motion of the Ocean. to take your shit anymore he's mm. too strong to be under your feet he says he's his own he's my own i wrote in my notes i love this riff the boys did it again wow i think this is i felt this was a hot riff a good follow-up to breaking me down matt thoughts i like this one i'm in this one felt, even though it it, ha- even though it has influences, so does all music. You know, like mm-hmm. you can you can tear it all apart and do that. But I felt more like, okay, am I getting changed at times a little bit? But you know what? It's the type of changing that I'm okay with. It's not a full. We're going there. It's not rooster. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Sure. Um, and I felt more. The drums, I think, on this track are tight. I like the way they sound. I like the riff. I'm I'm on board with this song. I like it. I even like the, I even like his his vocal treatment into the chorus, which is a little bit of a slight little slight little whisper of of crack in the old butt. But I mean, this is now me just you know being nitpicky. I uh, I like this one. Jenny. Uh I I thought this one was all right. It was <laughs> I mean I still got some butt, which was fine. Uh yeah, I thought it was okay. It was definitely my fave since the uh, first couple tracks on the album. Um I'm hoping for more of the same. Mm, okay. I feel like 
I can hear what you mean when you say that you can tell that like this is the same producer that disturbed had like mm-hmm. I get that similar sense of fun musically. I think I just miss the unhinged vocals and lyrics that Draymond brought. And that is like, cause if I, if I listen to the sickness just musically, mm-hmm. there's definitely some whiffs of, butt. you can see where disturbed goes, right? Like you can see where that's going with the vocals and everything like that. But there's just, it's just so fun and weird and like, you know, where's conflict on this record? <laughs> right, exactly. Well, yeah, that that whole the 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 Draymond of it all, you know, like that. Like, if anything, if you have any other, if you have disturbed as they are with a completely different lead singer, they're just any band. But Draymond is that X factor that elevates it because he's the guy who walks in who says. Uh, we got a song called Dropping Plates, you know? We got, I mean, Meaning of Life. I feel like we talk Dropping Plates a lot, but we don't talk as much about Meaning of Life, and Meaning of Life is another one that makes our heads fall off, our necks. Because Jamin's like, you know how we should close this album? And everyone's like, what do you got? What do you got, David? He's like, uh, why don't we do a song about me uh, going down on a chick on her period? How about that? All right. <laughs> Where is that soil? Yeah, <laughs> soil. Soil. Uh. All right. Up next, we have a track called Unreal. This feels like a modern rock radio cut. Sit back, bring your cross to me Won't I listen? God damn, if I burn my hands And I like <laughs> It's not the size of the boat, it's the motion of the ocean. Uh, whoosh. So, I gotta tell you, when this song started, I was like, I got the same thought, Matt. I'm like, this is very alt. The, the You know, what is gonna happen here? The, then the vocal starts, and it's a, it's a straight-up yarl. It's, you know, we're getting... We're not just getting vettered, we're getting stapped. We're getting heavy stapped. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm a little worried. But then this chorus happens. The passion of this chorus is, and I quote my notes, tremendous. <laughs> I mean, for one, he's got, in the official lyrics, the lyric is, in case you missed it at home, you fucked with me behind this garden, don't fuck with me. But when you hear it, he basically is just saying, you fucked with me. Like, why even have the with there? It's a given? Unless he's he's putting the with there to make it uh, to to make it be a not a literal fucking, like a figurative one, but then he's puts the behind this garden. 
that makes it a literal place. So then it goes back around to being an actual fucking. It's a little confusing. But the way he delivers it, incredible passion. At 145, he screams, I'm fucked! It's incredible. So I wrote definitely but, but there's so much crunch. It's another crunchy but. Jenny, thoughts on Unreal? Uh, I thought the song was hilarious. <laughs> I loved the you fucked me, don't fuck me. Uh, I thought the garden was very on the nose for a band named Soil. Mm. Um, although I did read that this song, their their band name uh, came from an Entombed song. I'm pretty sure I read that. Maybe I'm crazy. No, it did. So the band got its name from the entombed song Rotten Soil. Uh, this is a quote from Wikipedia. By opting to simply drop the rotten part and stick with soil. It, that's not cited, so it might not be true. But um, I you love... You fucked me! Yeah, you fucked me. Um, I can totally, like see somebody who just got dumped listening to this song yeah that's yeah. that's that is who this song is target for. market dumped guys i think it was just so in the pocket of being like if i had like a little ziploc baggie to give like dumped guy like a specific <laughs> kind of dumped guy I'd be like "Ooh, i have just what you need here and i think that the chorus is so dramatic it was amazing very funny I, I gotta like, say, I could I could see this working for dumped ladies too. This feels like a cross uh, a cross market ladies and guys dumped person. Dumped dumped person. The we'll dumped. The, the dumped. dumped. Yeah. Forget it, Ben Folds. Here's a song for the dumped. Right. Yeah, that song's too jaunty for true <laughs> anger. Yes. Songmeanings.com. To no surprise, a song for the dumped. 27 comments. Did you have any that you really liked, Jenny? I had uh, one that I really loved. Go for it. Okay. It is a comment from Blackument who said, Well, first of all, this song kicks so much major ass, it's unbelievable. And second, so does the fucking band. I love this band. They have the right idea for metal and heavy riffs and chords without pushing it too far. I think that the chorus is, you fucked me behind this garden. Don't fuck me. I could be wrong, but when you listen to the song, that is what he is saying. Oh, well, don't know. It doesn't really matter. It still kicks ass. I found that this song fit the movie Count of Monte Cristo. I think they meant found Count of Monte Cristo. <laughs> so fucking perfect. I think this song fits betrayal so well. For example, in the movie, for those who have seen it, he had a best friend that was like a brother to him, and then he betrays him, and then he has to kill him. This song just shows about putting trust in someone or something and then having that trust ripped from you. I think they meant ripped. Ripped from you like a bleeding heart from a breathing man standing there looking at it and then given to him. It's kind of ironic how this song fit the movie. It's a really good movie. I suggest buying it. Wow. So I had to ask you guys, is Blackuent actually a narc and a plant for the Count of Monte Cristo street team? I mean, I don't know how long they lasted if they called it the Count of Monte Cristo. That's true. Maybe they had a broken S key. Mm. I've had broken keys on my computer before. It's frustrating. It's difficult true. to communicate. But uh, I somehow just put the Count of Monte Cristo in my... <laughs> 
Amazon. Oh, Calum just bought it. I don't know. So oh. I guess it worked. I guess it worked. Yeah, I'm gonna uh. be watching the the count of my sandwich. Mm. So there you have it. A new song for the dumped. Unreal. Um, there is a music video, uh, not as good as the Halo one, um, directed by future Spider-Man director Mark Webb. And uh, it uh, takes place in an old, decrepit-looking Los Angeles alley with a, quote, bunch of dirty kids everywhere. Reading from the Wikipedia. A bright light and fog flood the alley to create a washed-out atmosphere among flans- fans rapidly <laughs> waving large flags. The video also makes use of corroded film effects. Wow. Thanks, Mr. Webb. What a great name for a Spider-Man director. Really? For real. Aptly named. The movies are terrible, but aptly named. All right. Up next, we've got Inside. Not afraid to try things. Mm. This is uh this one is like a heavy disturbed lift. Like this this almost feels like Johnny K was like, Hey, I uh I got some old ideas they didn't use on the sickness that we can try out here. I can mean, you give me a yeah, that whole verse, the take your time, take your all the time, baby, come on. I mean, that that feels like I could hear Draymond rolling in with something like that. Um, so oh, yeah. I um, I thought this actually has some pretty cool ad-libs in the second half where he's saying go and stuff that I thought was pretty cool. Um, I mean, this one's fine, um, but I think just it this one, it's like, if you're going to remind me of Disturbed, Especially first album disturbed. I mean, you've got you've got a you got a high uh, bar to clear. So I thought it was fine. I don't I don't think this song, this chorus is that strong though. So Jenny thoughts? Uh, I at least thought the song was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. It was very silly. Mm-hmm. The lyrics were dumb, but I I don't know. I I see what you mean. I think this was close enough to what I want, which is just a disturbed lift. It was missing the Draymond of it all, but I thought the vocals were at least funny. Mm-hmm. Um, it entertained me. Uh, I songmeanings.com had a couple hot takes. <laughs> it um, that does. made me laugh. Yes. Uh, Cucker Dan says, it's about some girl who is such a skank. She needs to keep having breaks with this dude who loves her and sits there and takes it. A.K.A. Me. (laughs) (laughs) 
And then Frank's 357 responds with, I agree, Cucker Dan, but would like to add that it feeds his aggression because he takes it. Also, like me. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Guys. Guys. Oh, boy. Putting it out there. Wow. Yeah. Are you okay? Are you tired? Do you need to go to bed? Yeah, all these guys logging on to song meetings, like it's like, no, dude, close the browser, get some sleep. Get no, 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 sleep. I'm good, I'm good. Ah, dear song song meetings, I'm lonely and I need help. Please come quickly. I mean, I'm just kidding. I'm tired. Good night. My skank girlfriend won't stop. <laughs> She says it's not the size of the boat, it's the motion of the ocean, but I think the boat size might be an issue. Because <laughs> it's much more of a skiff than a boat. I'm just saying, I feel intimidated. All I'm saying is if you stood on it, you would fall in the water. I'm just saying you don't need to get a really you know, impressive boating license for it. I plenty of cool things happen on the shore. I would not want to have sex with anybody who whose dick I could stand on and it wouldn't sink. <laughs> that sounds bad. That sounds scary. You shouldn't feel bad if someone would stand on your dick and it would sink. You should feel very Vin- normal. Vindicated. Vindicated. Yeah. If that's somebody's and if that's somebody's and, that's the and they're not like a songbird, then like excuse me, boy, before we sleep together, I need to stand on your your vessel. That's right. That's what I always say. <laughs> that old uh, thing. Permission to board. A true lady stands on a man's dick before they <laughs> before the coitus <laughs> before begins. the coitus begins. <laughs> you must stand on his penis and then answer me these questions three. That's exactly right. My weird uh, riddle sex school is opening soon. <laughs> weird riddle sex school. Oh man, I can't yeah. believe you left all this out of your vows. Jenny. I know, I know, I if, messed up. If you had known that Mitch's were going to be so good, you would have included this shit. I totally would have. Yeah, you done goofed. I really did. We'll have to renew our vows sometime. <laughs> uh, up next, another thing from my my riddle sex school: two skins. Good God, I've got your demons deep down in. I'm going to need you to go to 155. 155. You got it, buddy. Here we go. Go, 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 go
that demon seed. Got that demon seed deep inside me. This is, I think, the closest we get to attaining a Draymond moment. We get that go, go, go part, which I love. We're talking about demon seed deep inside of me. This seems a little a little crazier, a little unhinged. Two skins. I'm two skins and one man. Uh, this one's a little wilder. So I was... Uh, I, also, he opens the song with that, good God! Like, I am paying attention. I'm not sleeping. I'm awake. Um, and... Um, I wrote in my notes. It still feels new metal to me with some big touches of butt, but I was on board. Jenny, thoughts on two skins? Uh, I liked this one. It was silly and fun and kept my attention. Um, <laughs> I did love. Was it like, go go? Like he tried to get too many out. <laughs> like oh man, all right. Hey, it, it's a tongue twister. It is. Uh, I I liked this one. I thought it was fun. Matt, I, I agree. I'm, I was happy to have the return to fun. It's kind of where I like this band. Whenever they do like anything that tries to be a little bit more serious, even though this is a fairly serious subject matter, um, it's still fun and kind of cartoonish. You know, two skins, the devil. I'm, yeah, I like it. I'm okay. He's got an extra skin. Mm-hmm. The demon seed is inside of him. Yeah, yeah I can lend you a skin if you need a skin. Oh my god! Thank you. <laughs> I hey. left my skin somewhere. I can't find it. Well, you went on a honeymoon, which is, you know, usually <laughs> where. All I'm saying was when Catherine and I got married, mm-hmm. I lost some skin. <laughs> in the game you know what i mean Come i know on, what you mean oh, i know what wow, you mean wow, yeah wow, yeah wow. all right well let's she keep trying it... to stand on my boat <laughs> gotta listen it's the first thing i teach stand on that boat if it sinks a husband he will be a husband he will be uh speaking of this next song is called the one Little woman in a face that looked like a trash can, <laughs> and everybody knew that. Oh. vocal degrees from being an alternative jam from yep. like 1995 yeah. absolutely which this... is not an insult no no no. i wrote in my notes <laughs> i don't know sometimes i write these notes and i'm like who am i talking to but anyway <laughs> i wrote we are still rocking don't be fooled <laughs> <laughs> don't be fooled well you are the dean of new metal oh man I, yeah I'm just a crazy person to write these notes. Um, 
I, I love the level of self-awareness going on in here. The, just, you know, I was so wrong and I want to be the one. I want to be the one you run to, you know. Um, you know, what happened to all the good times? Why did they turn to sin? And has it been so long? I'm standing here in my footprints and I am so wrong. A man realizing his mistakes and coming back around asking for forgiveness on a new metal album. How about that? So, mm. you know, I enjoyed this one. Jenny? Uh, I got to say, I, I thought this one was fine. I enjoyed the little bit of an alternative take here. Um, my favorite part about this, however, is maybe my favorite song meanings username mm. ever. Um, and it is song meanings user, an angle with a 45. <laughs> Wow. I don't know <laughs> if that's supposed to be Angel. <laughs> but I hope it is. Mm. Uh, and that's it. W- did you say anything about their comment? or No, just their name. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I can read their comment. Okay. I guess that would only be fair. All right. IMO, this song is about loving someone and wanting them all to yourself, then coming to the realization that they don't share the same feelings and you have to let them go. Hmm. It's a mature take. Mature. Yeah, there you have it, Matt. That's a hot song. I liked it. It's, it's a little bit more alt, but the uh, vocals keep you in the new. So I dug it. All right. There Up we next, we've got the song New Faith. My ears are hearing some bloopy boys. song now um jenny thoughts on new faith uh i thought it was all right uh some interesting chugs and interesting riffs i'm not really sure what it's going for uh but i didn't i didn't hate it Hmm. lauren what do you think so initially i got some godsmack vibes and then you get that cool riff that i thought was nice i wrote is the new faith new metal? Mm. But then it made me wonder, what type of pit is this thing trying to make? Because it's not a party pit. And the best I could come up with is, 
that it makes me kind of want a boogie. So it's a boogie pit? I don't know. Which feels different from a party pit. And I don't know if I can quite explain the difference at this moment, but it feels different. Matt? The thing about this song is that if this comes on at a party, it's not hype enough. Mm-hmm. So that puts it in your mid-tempo kind of filler. It's at best a stoker, but realistically, it's a it's a bathroom break. Wow! Dang! You boogie for new faith. Yeah, came for he, new faith. He does. Yeah. Hey. I could be wrong. There's some people throwing it down for new faith. I'm just kidding. <laughs> am I right? Am I right? You're right. You're right, you're right. it is. All right. We got a couple tracks left here. Uh, and the next one is called Why. Why? <laughs> Loving that rumble bass. Loving it. 12 tracks in. Kind of a crusher. I want this band more. Yeah. Like they, they, 13 tracks, I get it. They can't all be the same. They cannot be all the same. And nobody wants to be one note. Mm -hmm. But I would have loved them to experiment more on expanding that style than some of the other tracks that we got. I, Because I, I really like this one. And his, he's a great vocalist. Oh, yeah. I really like his style. But I like it in certain packaging, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's got a great style that I like in certain styles better than others. Jenny? I like this one, too. I agree with Matt. I think I'd like to have heard more of this. Like as far as his vocals are concerned, I think they're good. I think the band is good. I just think that this feels like maybe they're trying to figure out how they can break in. Um, I think the fact that this album didn't completely tank is kind of a credit to the success of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, but it it's still kind of. I guess just for me, I'd like to hear more of what we just heard. Mm-hmm. Less chains and less butt dives. Although the possibility of that being the case on further records seems likely, considering that this came out in... I mean, if this came out in like 1999, then I would say like we got a chance of more tracks like this. But the fact that it came out on September 11th 
leads me to believe that the next record may be a double down and butt. I don't know. So, yeah. yeah, I I did not I did not seek further, so I cannot confirm nor deny. Although I do want to mention that the lead singer of the band uh, was that Ryan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he uh, does leave the band at one point and become the lead singer in Drowning Pool. Oh wow, that's right. So he is, yeah, he sings with Drowning Pool for a couple records, I want to say, and then does rejoin uh, Soil. Uh, and I do want to mention uh, that Metal Hammer magazine named Scars Album of the Year. So, wow. Yeah. Back in 01? Uh, the album of the year for 2002. So apparently oh, okay. they were just like, you know what? Nothing good came out this year. It's Scars carrying it over from last year. Uh, and according to Wikipedia, it also received praise from Entertainment Weekly, CMJ, Revolver, and Metal Edge. Wow. Uh, okay. Do we only have one song left? We, we do. We only have one song left. And Matt, you may be wondering how respectful of our time this is. I, you know. You might not be. Uh, well, I, I, because I was having fun with some. But how respectful of our time <laughs> is this record? It comes in at 43 minutes and seven seconds. Very respectful. Yes. So there's this is the original track listing. Um, there was an expanded edition that was released later. Uh, and that has a couple more tracks on it. There also there's a version with Japanese bonus tracks. We ain't doing the bonus tracks. So that was me being a mean mom or something. I'm yeah. not sure. I, 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 I will I will mention tracks. I did listen to the bonus tracks because um, I was curious, and um, one of them sounds uh, very sully with some Alice in Chains guitar, and I was for it, and uh, the other one, Center, I wrote in my notes, is a crusher. So... There you go. Here we go. All right. The last song on the original album, Black Seven. Yes. Buddy. Pal. D- did that song rip? You know, this big dramatic riff taking us out just feels like a perfect closer. And also, this is another instance of a band who I don't believe is religious, but they're like, 
let's work in some rapture references. Let's work in some religious imagery because that shit's wild. And I think it works. Uh, I think this song only makes sense as a closer. And uh, I was here for it. I was enjoying it. So I said thank you, Black Seven. Matt? Thank you. I like it. Yeah. These guys, they're so all over the shop at times, but when they hone in, Mm -hmm. or at least hone in to the things that I like, let's really own up to it. But when they hone in on the things that I'm like, yes, yes, please, more of that, they knock it out of the park. And for a moody, brooding closer, that's a damn good one. Yeah. Jenny? Uh, I liked it as well. I thought it was spooky and fun. Mm. Um, I agree, Matt. I think I think we're on the same page here. When they do the things that I like, I like them. <laughs> Shock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. So, uh, so please continue to do those things. Do the things that I want you to do. Mm. <laughs> Stop listening to Clive Davis. Do what I want. Mm. Uh, yeah, so I, I enjoyed it. Uh, the song meanings comments seem to wonder if it's about the seven deadly sins or seven years of bad luck. Uh, one commenter that reminds me of Lauren came in and said, maybe Black Seven is a kind of heroine. <laughs> um, maybe. Maybe. But uh, maybe not. Uh, Jenny, you got to mention this song, this commenter's name. I spit on you, 666. <laughs> Yeah, that could be Lauren. <laughs> that could be me. I'm still investigating. Um, I liked, uh, this was a little bit of an exchange here between two commenters. Kid Bodum said, I think this song is something about seven years of bad luck. And then Hagar the Horrible, I'm assuming the actual one from the comic, said, seven years for bad luck? Damn, that's gotta suck. But anyway, this song kicks ass. And I just like that this person has apparently never heard of the seven years of bad luck. Damn. Seven years. Oh, seven years. That's a bummer. Oh, dude. Bummer, man. Whoa, bummer, man. Jeez. Sorry, bro. Seven years? You don't deserve that. Shit. Can I talk to somebody for you? Damn, that's gonna suck, bro. Maybe uh, there's like a cat you can massage? What <laughs> the fuck is my brain doing? I'm pretty sure my uncle has a cat you can massage. Yeah, man. That might... He's a good luck cat. Yeah. Seven years good luck for you that would just even out to zero. Even out just to get you back to base. Yeah, man. I mean, seven years of bad luck. I mean, geez, that's almost a decade. I mean, minus three. Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I wish I was your lover. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that does bring us to the end of the album, and it is now. The part of the show where we discuss canon talk. Talk about the canon. Uh, Jenny, why don't you start us off? Uh, oh boy, this. Uh, so I thought this album was all right overall. There was definitely some fun stuff in here. I think that they're uh, a good band. Um, I wasn't quite sure who they were. There wasn't a lot on here that made me think like you gotta hear it. Um, but I really did like breaking me down to skins and black seven. Um, I could see putting any of those in there. Those seem fun to me. 
especially breaking me down. Um, Halo was fun in its own way, but I'm not quite sure. I feel like it's something I would tell somebody they had to hear. Uh, but Lauren, what did you think? You know, I thought this album was great. It's constantly rocking. We've got great energy. I never got tired with this one. Um, and it, it feels at times like they're doing something that we often take for granted um, of just making like a consistently rocking album. Like, I mean, how many... Here's Here's what this album doesn't have. Some slow boys, some drowsy boys, you know, like... This thing is like clicking along and it's 43 minutes. Um, I knew the whole thing was not canon worthy because it does have just a ton of butt that pops up now and again. But Breaking Me Down feels like it's got to go in. Um, I, I really did enjoy Halo. Um, and... Two skins has the go 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 thing, so I think that's uh, that. You know, I did not have Black Seven on my list, but if we are feeling it, I will not fight it. But uh, that is my thoughts, Matt and Oz. You know, when I heard Breaking Me Down, a little part of me didn't want to get too excited, but it also was like, did we just find an unsung champion? Did we find another diamond in the rough? And then Halo came, and I was like, this is a good one. Little a little buddy, but no big deal. But then we kind of had the need to feel wide open, understanding me run, and I'm like, mm. and it really doesn't kind of get me back in until around two skins, and then I like Black Seven. I don't know. Um, I wanted them to be more consistent, but they took me for a ride, and I didn't hate the ride. Mm-hmm. Um. Breaking Me Down is, is ironclad for me. That is just a fun party anthem that I haven't heard in a long time that I would be happy to put in. And I don't have any problems with Halo either. Two skins, Black 7. We're four of 13, so that's less than a quarter of the album. So we're still kind of following our loose rules for the canon. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. I'm not going to like lobby for Black 7 to be in. But I um, really like Black 7. Right. Black 7 strong. So okay, so just to reiterate, so breaking me down, we're all like 100%. 100. 100%. Mm-hmm. Um two skins, we feel very good. And we like Black 7 and I'm sorry, what was the other one? Halo. Halo, I Halo. Think was yours. Yes. I mean, I love I love Halo. But if we do feel that it's too buddy, I mean, if you feel that it's like not essential, I feel like I'm kind of in the minority. I think that's just my taste. I don't think that that actually is necessarily indicative of whether the song should go in. I think that one just, I wouldn't be mad for it to go in. Um, okay. So if we do Breaking Me Down, Halo, Two Skins, Black Seven. Yes. Yeah. But just to reiterate, mm-hmm. not the first corn record. <laughs> <laughs> just one more time, just to make sure you got it. <laughs> just wanna, just wanna make sure everybody knows we're still aware. We're we're aware. It's uh, hey, happy uh, twenty five years. You're now eligible for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You are not in the new metal canon though. If they get inducted, 
Yes. I will pull every string I have in the world, which is just one guy I know. Right. To see if I can make that happen for us to go. <laughs> if, if they get in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, my God, we have to be there. Plus, you know Ross is going to be there. You know it's going to be... It's going to be new metal heaven. Oh, my Lord. Mm. Hey. It's just us in the bleacher flapping our wings going, angel, <laughs> angel. <laughs> what? All right. Well, yeah, and he's confused. <laughs> he's like, oh, this is weird. All right. Well, there you have it. Soil breaking me down. Halo, two skins, and black seven in the new metal canon. Soil, welcome. Please do wipe your feet you walk in and there you have it that's the episode thank you so much for listening keep on saying hello online facebook twitter instagram send us an email roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com coming up in november it's november that's right baby we're doing four albums by four bands who are doing the new metal today right now keeping it fresh adding their new spin is it something we want to hear or is it something that we're going to be like, get out of here. This ain't new metal. This ain't what we think it should be. We're going to be cracking whips in November. Let me tell you, this should be fun. Cracking whips and breaking hips. <laughs> That's right. That's it. Going to need a lot of surgeries. Oh boy. Better hope that post sets. <laughs> Otherwise you're going to have to go back for a corrective surgery. Like my mom did. Uh oh, when she got her hip replaced. So mm. be careful. Be careful. <laughs> don't, don't activate too many pits. Mm. You need those hips. All right. Until next time, Jenny. Thank you. Lauren. Thank you. Matt. Thank you. Thank you. All right. We'll see you later. Bye. 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 Sit back, bring your cross to me. Won't I listen? Goddamn, if I burn my hand.